This is Ozarks at Large. Joining me from Pearl's Books in Fayetteville, we have Daniel and Leah Jordan. Thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're happy to be here. Awesome. Well, it is time to give books for the holidays, and we have a really wonderful spread of books here. We've got big books. We've got little books. We've got whatever this thing is here, this like 3D book here. This is awesome. Let's uh, let's jump into it here. Yeah, sounds great. We'll start with a 3D book. Perfect. <laughs> um, these are, okay, by Peter Littman. I had one when I was a kid, but it's a little just kind of 3D box book. Oh, that's awesome. And the pages open. We have in front of us the land of dinosaurs, and you can see all the little dinosaur heads poking up over the top of the the book cover um but they're just really sweet fun interactive almost accordion like yeah um and i forgot that these existed until i was browsing books one day and um immediately remembered one from my childhood that it was about and a haunted house mm. so kids gravitate toward these they're good for all ages uh we have quite a few in the store including like old mcdonald's farm and Mother Goose. Mother Goose, one with a train, and it's got little wheels on it. So they're a lot of fun because they feel like a toy, Yeah. but then also just have the sweet little stories inside. This is one of my favorites. Good for a stocking stuffer as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And staying with the kid theme, we have um, Runny Babbitt. Um, This is a book by Shel Silverstein. And on the cover, it says it's a, a Billy Sook. So that gives you kind of a clue like as to what happens yeah. throughout the story. <laughs> um, it's like classic Shel Silverstein illustrations and funny stories. But um, what he does is he switches the first letters of, um, of the words. So you get like toe jurtle for Joe Turtle mm. uh, and wormy squirm for squirmy worm and stuff like that. So... It's just a really fun book to read um, to your kids. Um, and, you know, Shel Silverstein's like just a classic, yeah. great children's author. One of the things I really love about so many of his books is the simplicity and the minimalism of looking at the books. That I feel like so it's, it's almost the diametric opposite of yeah. this 3D yeah, book, yeah, right? Yeah. Sure. Like this is very tactile. This There's a lot of colors going on here. But with uh, Runny Babbitt, we've got it's simple. It's black and white drawings yeah. and it's uh, much more minimal, but it's it's got its own kind of similar humor to it as well. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very whimsical. Yeah. yeah. Whimsical is a very good word for it. So the next one we have is Giant. It's, uh, I don't know. It would be a good coffee table book. Yeah. This one's so great because it really works well for children but also adults it's kind of a for all all the people book um and you were reading about it oh it's called the lost words robert mcfarlane and jackie morris are the authors um and they realized recently in the oxford junior dictionary there were many words that were removed from the dictionary nature words things like otter and um acorn acorn (laughs) and so what the book does it's got beautiful illustrations, yeah. and it goes through, and they call it a spell book to bring back the words. <laughs> and so it's got, uh, yeah. again, these illustrations, a little bit of a backstory. You have all the letters, and then it goes through and has the word acorn, mm. for example, and then has a little poem about the word acorn. And adder. And so it's just going to go through the book and 
give a lovely poem for each one. Beautiful illustration. So this would be a great coffee table book or really nice, you know, even for like baby's first Christmas. Yeah, or I was going like to say this looks really great. It would look great in a in a nursery. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is it, in itself a work of art for sure. So, so switching a little bit to um, like adult books, um, we have a, a pile of nonfiction here. So, first, um, how to keep house while drowning by mm. Casey Davis. This is, um, the subtitle is A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing, and that is a very good subtitle. It's very gentle the way that, um, the way that it talks about um, keeping your house clean or organizing your house. Um, it is very non-judgmental. One of the key points that she tries to make is that cleanliness is not a moral issue. So mm-hmm. if you have a messy desk or a messy house, um, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. You looked very intently at my at desk. At your beautifully you organized said. desk. It looks messy great. Desk. <laughs> <laughs> it is not messy at all. That's why I looked at it. I'm impressed. Another key point she makes early on in the book is that your house should work for you, not you work for your house. Mm. So like if you're feeling stressed and you know anxious about how everything looks, like maybe just rethink the way that it looks and the way that you have things organized and try to make it more intuitive and like Baskets. She's big on putting baskets yeah. on, in places where things, things pile up. Mm-hmm. You know, just put a basket there. Put it in the basket, and then it doesn't if look. If you're quite already as messy. piling up your clothes in yeah. on this chair, you might as well just <laughs> put a basket next yeah. to the chair. Yeah, put a basket next to the chair or a coat hook or something. Yeah, I haven't even read this book, but Daniel's talked about it enough that it's <laughs> changed my life too. So. Osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, another one we have is Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking, and uh, the 30th anniversary edition just came out. The copy we have here is not that, um, but it's my, by Marcella Hazen, um, and it's a beautiful – there are just a lot of pen and ink um, – nice illustration Mm. throughout it but it's very much a teaching cookbook Mm. and so if you're wanting to learn the uh, true authentic Italian recipes then this is a really a really great book been around for a long time very well respected and well trusted and so yeah it's it's pretty wordy so it is one that you could spend time just reading and pick up a lot of knowledge and information, but it's divided by different types of recipes. So salads, vegetables, meat, pasta. Yeah, this feels like it would pair right really well with someone who got the pasta attachment to their KitchenAid To their KitchenAid, yeah, yes, exactly. absolutely. Right? If you've got someone <laughs> yeah. in your life who's wanting that attachment, mm-hmm. this is a great addition to that yeah. gift. Yes, for sure. <laughs> So next I have a memoir, um, and I've been reading a lot of memoirs lately. I love them. So this is Bomb Shelter by Mary Laura Philpot. I love how she writes because it's very honest and blunt, but very gracious too. Um, So she is kind of like a nervous person, uh, wants everything to be in its place, wants um, life to go a certain way, has certain expectations for how her life will go. And when she has a kid who um, develops epilepsy, that kind of falls apart for her, like sure. this like feeling like she has control over her life. And so she kind of talks about that and about how to find beauty in the hard things in life. One of, I think it's the last essay in this um, memoir, she talks about how birthdays always remind her of of death, but not in a bad way, in yeah. a way of like, this is great. We need to celebrate this of life because, yeah, yeah, because we're here for another year. We're not, we're not dead yet. So mm-hmm. let's, let's enjoy this time we have together. And yeah, it's a really beautiful book. I love it. 
Yeah. I think it can be particularly meaningful, too, because the holidays are so hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And so, therefore, in a way, it's kind of in the same way of Casey Davis embracing the clutter. You're embracing the messiness of life and really being okay with the fact that it's hard. Um, so next, we have Gardening for Everyone for Julia Watkins. And this is a pretty basic how-to, uh, growing vegetables, herbs. Um, again, very educational. So for anyone who's talked about wanting to garden for a long time but maybe hasn't done it, or for novice and, I think, um, uh, experienced gardeners alike, it has just a lot of a wealth of knowledge um, from you know, using a manure in your compost, different tools that you can use, how to create garden beds, raised garden beds, things like that. So the cover is beautiful, so it also can double as a nice um, coffee table book if you wanted that. But it's a good time as well during the winter so that you can start planning ahead for your garden. So next I have um, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Yeah, I've seen a lot about this book. By Gabrielle Zevin. It's such a good book. It's probably my, mm, it might be my favorite book of the year. It's pretty close, but um, it's a book about friendship primarily. So it's a, a group of um, mainly two friends. There's a third friend that comes and goes throughout the story, but they're video game designers. And so it's like a whole other world that I have not been exposed to. Yeah. Um, I'm not a video game player at all, but just reading this book and Learning a little bit more about it made me want to pick up a, a Switch. So I, I have a Switch now, and I started playing a little bit. And, and it's not necessarily, you know, like like I said, I didn't have video game experience before and picked it up and loved it. So it's not like you have to love video games to enjoy the book. But um, I do think that it would be a good gift for someone who who is into video games and also likes literary fiction. One of the things I like about it is it's a male-female friendship throughout the book, but there's never like this pressure for a romantic relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't go there, and that's that's great, and that's I feel like rare in a lot of books. Yeah. Um, I love romance in books too, but I like that about this one that made it unique. And then our last one here. Yes, our last one uh, is really kind of a whole category of classics, so beautifully covered classics. Uh, And when I say covered, I mean the cover itself is beautiful. Uh, And we all judge books by their covers. Let's not deny it. Mm -hmm. People get paid to make them beautiful and sell more books, so that's great. We have, I'm going to list out the ones that we have in the store, but Pride and Prejudice, Dorian Gray, Emma, a Christmas Carol, Wuthering Heights, and Little Women. Um, and I think there are a few others that we could even order in, but they're these beautifully just dark, kind of moody mm-hmm. floral covers with uh, metallic, the floral print on them is metallic, and then gilded edges. Daniel wanted me to make sure to point out that there is a, ri- uh, a ribbon yeah. bookmark in them as well. And they're, you know, for something that would be a collectible, I think, for a lot of people, they're really reasonably priced and just a lovely book. So something that you can hold on to a long time and pass down. Well, Leah, Daniel, thank you so much for joining me and uh, happy holidays. Thanks so much. Thank 